friends and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Iggy, Wolf. Blodimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Innocence Project, Das Gris, Fizzgig, AC Golder, The Brigade Alliance, Eric R. Hope just gonna stick right past you there, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Dickie Lopez, Licky Dopez, Ricky Ropage, Alex K, More Dying, Doma Elaka, Dr. Grinis, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Darren W, Marab Syndrome, Fictier, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Corey, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, Fire Down, M54, Ewas, Jameson S, Plus 2, Vorpal Salmon of Whacking. Shout out to new patrons this week at the big number level, Eric R. Also new patron at the grand finale level, Cy Rendon. An old friend moving from the big number level to the grand finale forevermore. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of session 135. After a big combat, we heal up and then go meet a huge undead called a Skull Taker. He's ancient and down to chat. He gives us some info and Moonlight gives him an old head. He likes this. Meanwhile, the wizard finds yet another talking sword. This one is quite powerful, but is also a lawful good Iomade stand, and we really don't mesh. Moonlight magically tosses her into the snow. As we continue on into the mountains, we encounter a giant cloud wall. As we're heading towards it, a titanic statue comes out of the hill and chaos is about to ensue. The wizard rolled very well and starts this off. At the top of round one, the cliff walls to either side of you are crumbling and there are rocks that are tumbling down right for where you're all located and all around. You're not sure exactly where is safe as the rocks come tumbling down. But this creature, this golem that has emerged from the cliffside is buried up to their waist and is striding through, earth gliding, if you will. Wizard, you start us off. Oh, hey. Do you speak? It doesn't respond. Recall knowledge, first action, one action. Go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Or crafting. 50. Although it doesn't look exactly like some of the documented varieties that the wizard is aware of, this certainly seems like a variant of a thing called a Guthalath. Yeah, because we know what that is. Right, it's a gargantuan construct. She doesn't have glowy eyes, does she? Oh, yes. Oh, she does? Yes. Doesn't look anything like the other picture I remember seeing. Like glowy eyes, flowing blonde hair. Yeah, this isn't. I'm assuming this isn't. Not golden eyes. Glowing! Red, red glowing eyes. Oh, that automatically means they're trying to kill us, so. Let's go with uh, resistances, immunities, the same normal shit. I don't care about the regular construct stuff that I already know. Such as? Specific. Like what? What? Like the specific, like the specific weaknesses. Like you know what I mean. The construct special thing. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. I want that. So that's going to be. I can't, one. I can't think of what it was called. Yeah, that's going to be one on its own. The, the goal of anti magic. Yeah. Uh, Guthaloths are a little different. No magic of any variety affects Guthaloths when it's cast at sixth level or lower. Okay. What affects it? That's. 7th level or higher. 
affect it normally. By all magic? If it's powerful enough, you can overcome this creature's resistance to magic. So you're telling me any magic I cast, as long as it's 7th level or higher, it will affect it normally? Yes. Are there any magics that affect it like in a special way that it's called out, or is that just the special thing about it? That's nope. That's it. That's it. It is the shortest immune to magic entry I've ever seen. Here it is, verbatim. The Gothalith is immune to spells of lower than 7th level and the activated effects of magic items of lower than 14th level. Gotcha. Uh, second bit of info I will ask for is... I don't know. You guys want anything specific? I basically got what I wanted. Is it immune to mental? <laughs> yeah, I guess immunities. Those types of immunities. Big list incoming. Ready? Bleed, death effects, disease, doomed, drained, fatigued, healing, magic, but we talked about that below, necromancy, non-lethal attacks, paralyzed, poisoned, sickened, and unconscious. Basically anything that's tied to, you know, being a living thing. It's just immune to anything that's necromancy? Yep, just straight up immune to necromancy. Okay, so... Second and third actions. How far away is it from me right now? It is coming out of the wall a mere 20 feet from you. Okay. Maze. I cast 8th level maze for my second and third actions. Oof. The rocks do continue to fall, but the construct disappears. So, we just just running, or what are we doing here? Oh, what do you guys want to do? As there's rocks literally coming, like, we're within seconds here, these rocks are falling all around you. Well, my turn's over. I just don't want you to sound like it's not really a thing, because it's totally a thing. Yeah. Well, it's a casual yes. about it. <laughs> the rocks aren't going to fucking kill us, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. Well, that actually takes us over to the Guthaloth. Perception or survival? Perception or survival. It gets a 44. That's a success. It is on its way out. On its way out. Or, or knows the path out, or it's on the right track. Whatever whatever the fuck it says for success. You need one more success, right? Yes, Got one it. more success. And then it can do whatever it wants with the rest of its turn. <clears throat> it's got second and third actions to do whatever the fuck it wants to do. Can it even do anything? Oh, yeah. It does a thing. Inside of your, your maze, it casts a spell. A construct casting spells? Okay. So what? how large of an area is the rocks falling in? The entire pass. So, like, I mean, just like literally all the way across this. Yeah. They're coming down in chunks. Let's just say yeah, from all like... the rocks behind it, would, wouldn't they fall in the hole that it was just in? So doesn't that lessen how many rocks are falling? No. I mean, that's it's like science. Well, it that, came out of the side playing. of the wall. Science top RPGs. Not out of the ground. <laughs> I, I don't know if that, that failed pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, it was worth a shot. Yeah, you know. It's hard to tell in the moment. We're not talking like a wave of dirt and mud. We're talking about boulders and rocks falling. Moonlight, it's your turn. I just don't like the way we're like subgrouped up right now. Remembering that constructs just take a lot of beating the shit out of it. I'm going to cast Heroism on Peach Pie. See, Peach Pie, you don't need some rapier to tell you that you're a hero. No, I have discovered that. 
Peach Pie's arc is he's there. It's time to live as Peach Pie the hero. It's time. So that'll give Peach Pie a plus one status bonus to attack, saves, skills, and perception. Sweet. And then uh, I'm going to attempt to move 30 feet. Not faster than 30, I'm faster than 30, aren't I? There's some item. Yeah, the jerkin of liberation. While you wear it, you get a plus 15 item bonus to your speed. Okay, I move 45 feet to the other side of the pass. <laughs> That's my third action. All right. Then that takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. Okay, this thing's still in a maze, right? Mm-hmm. As of right now, yes. And there's a bunch of rocks in the process of falling. Yeah. Um, I would like to know where the shadows on the ground are so I know where not to stand. <laughs> there's actually, you can take a seek action to do just that. Really? I yes. take a seek action to do just that. Think of all the video games where you just see the shadow on the ground, like, oh, gotta move. I get a 30. Peach by there's, oh my god, there's too many shadows. God damn it. Well, that was one action. With another action, I guess I just move a little bit. And with my third action, rage, I guess. Done. After Peach Pie, the rocks fall. Peach Pie, as you were trying to find, you know, so that you were not underneath the shadow of a rock. You actually yeah. criti- critically failed your seek check, and you misjudged it, and a rock falls right on you. Interesting. I have a reaction for just such an occurrence. <laughs> Should you do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, feet by Falling rocks hit you for a 38 to hit. It, that would hit, but I reaction. <laughs> You are targeted by a thrown rock attack or a rock would fall on you. Oh Belt of giant strength. Attempt an athletics check to grab the triggering rock. Use the athletics DC of the creature throwing the rock, the DC of the hazard or other effect, or 35 if no other DC is applicable. There is a DC for the hazard. Here we go. Athletics. How about a 46 to grab the rock? A 46 is enough to grab the rock. Ha-ha! I safely catch the rock, take no damage, and am now holding the rock. Jesus. All right, all right. And as a free action, I drop the rock. (laughs) That was great. I loved it. Hell yeah. So you're still holding the rock because it's not your turn. Huh? you, You can't do a free action on not your turn? You can do a free action on not your turn. We talk all the time. I really thought about that. So you can drop weapons when it's not your turn. Sure, why not? Drop what you're holding. That seems logical. I don't know. Because then, because then, what about kip up? What about kick up? Can you just kip up immediately kip up after a free action? Down. Yeah, it's a free action. Kip ups are free action. Yeah. Well, I don't know. A free action might have a trigger like a reaction does. If so, you can use it just like a reaction, even if it's not your turn. However, you can use only one free action per trigger. Trait free action doesn't have a trigger. You use it like a single action just without spending any of your actions for the turn. So, unless it has a trigger, I don't think you can use a free you action use uh, outside right. of your turn. Fair enough, then. I guess I'm still holding a rock. Page Pie's holding the rock. <laughs> yeah, hold that rock. Then the hazard continues to drop rocks on the party as well. Low, Jeb, high, wizard. 
wizard gets hit with a rock. Catch it! 43 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Wizard takes 34 points of damage as a rock falls on him. Not completely crushing him, just kind of smacks him on the way down. Fucking rocks. And that's going to take us over to Jebediah. So they're like an avalanche, or are they just falling from the sky? I might have missed that. It's a little bit of both. Okay. But it looks like it's getting a little bit worse, too. Might have cascading effects. I'll move south a little bit and cast Storm's Vengeance. Not Storm's Vengeance, sorry. Just Stormlord. And I shoot a lightning bolt at her that's not there. Blah. It turns it off. <laughs> just shoot a lightning bolt in the empty space. All right, well, that takes us to the top of round two. Wizard, it's your turn. Awesome. First action, I sustain maze. Second and third actions, I sprout fucking wings and... Wait, are my wings still out? My wings would still be out, right? God, I still haven't gotten that visual pounded into my head yet. Hey, bro, I got wings. And I just, I just kind of keep them out all the time. Are they like translucent dragon wings? I don't remember how it's phrased, but yes, I think so. I still need something for the imagery in my head. So second and third actions, I fly 40 street... Well, 40 feet straight up into there. Wizard flies up. You still don't quite clear where the collapse is entirely taking place from. Forty feet up in there. Yeah, there's rocks set up all along the edges of these mountainside cliffs. You're going through a valley, but that's okay. You're close. You're very close. After the wizard, it's the Guthaloth's turn, and it uses its action inside the maze to make a perception check. Thirty-two. Failure. It makes no progress. Cool. Stuck in the maze, bitch. Stuck in the maze. Stuck in the maze. All right. It casts another spell inside the maze. Sweet. Good, good for it's, it. It's buffing itself, guys. Yeah. Uninterrupted uh, buffing time. Moonlight. It's your turn. You guys just want to, like, move on? That's what I was th- Like, just move past it. Just be gone. <laughs> Leave it alone. I mean, I am going to move a little bit farther away, but... And cast shield on myself? I don't know. I got nothing else to do. I feel like we fought enough constructs. Like, we're just going to, like, eh. <laughs> It buffs itself up. It's all ready for combat. Pops out, and we're just gone. <laughs> I don't mind that. Uh, Moonlight, was that your turn? Uh, yes. Uh, real quick, the edge of this map is the cloud wall. Mm. Oh, maybe we can't get in until we defeat this thing. Like, I'm up against the cloud wall right now? Right now you are, yeah. Like, is it doing anything? No. Slowly cloud roiling. Can I inspect it with my third action? Seek? Yeah, go ahead. Give me a perception check. Ah, there's them good rolls again. A four for a 30. You feel like you can see through it and it just is, you know, empty cloud there forever. There we go. Peach pie. It's your turn. I put my hand back on my mallet. And... (laughs) Wait. I wait. You could seek again, unless you're going to ready action to attack it. Catching the rock was fun. I want to just do that again. I move a step forward. That's what I do. He repositions himself. That takes us over to the rock slide. A rock falls on everyone. 
We've got against Jeb with a 42 to hit, and then a nat 20 on the die for uh, against the wizard for a critical hit, and then a total of 52 against Peach Buy, which is also a critical hit. I roll an athletics check. I get a 54. Peach Buy, you catch another rock. I catch the rock. You're doing so well, buddy. <laughs> I should clarify for anybody who's wondering. It does allow you, as part of that reaction, to remove a hand from something you're holding to catch the rock. Really? Yes. So you're saying you drop the rock to catch the rock? Uh, no, I, I, my hammer. Got like it. Holding Got my it. Hammer. drops one hand off the hammer to catch the to rock. To catch the rock. To catch the rock. 96 points of bludgeoning damage. Wizard, fly away. To the wizard. And then 40 damage to Jebediah. Except... How high up are these walls? I mean, it's a, it's a mountain, so it's crumbling off of the edges of this sheer mountain. Maybe a hundred or more feet tall. Right. Can I tell how much higher up I have to fly to get out of the hazard? Yeah, probably another, another 20 feet. Jebediah, it's your turn. This bitch still doesn't come back? God damn it, wizard. <laughs> I nature checked this avalanche. 47. This effortless concentration to shoot a lightning bolt towards the wizard. <laughs> Why? I don't misses. <laughs> I was trying to get one of the rocks. The nature of this these collapsing rocks doesn't seem to follow typical rock slide uh, formations. It would certainly seem as though these rocks were meticulously set up and designed to collapse in this fashion. You don't know how to stop it because that's more of an engineering crafting check crafting check specifically to stop it. Here's the fun part. DC 48 crafting, legendary, to buttress the collapsing rocks in three different locations. Using large and durable materials to support the rocks reduces the check to a 45. I'm holding a large and durable material. It's a rock! Are you a master in crafting? Yes, I am, sir. Uh, sorry, I said legendary. Oh, you said legendary? I am not that. Jeb, did you... You got two more actions. I activate Reflection of Life. Oh, sure. I give myself fast healing, what, nine now, or what? Activate Reflection of Life. That takes us to the top of round three, where the wizard... It's your turn. Uh, first action, I will sustain my maze. Second and third actions, I will fly... 25 feet higher and like 20 feet to the northeast. Okay. So I should be 65 feet up and I'm, a, I'm like almost directly above Peach Pie. Then after the wizard flies higher, the Guthalath will make another perception check. Come on, better than a two. 36? Fail. Damn. Guthalath continues to just hang out in the maze, looking for a way out. Moonlight, it's your turn. By the way, I gotta, before we even go further, I love the idea of this rock slide just coming down on the party, waiting for a construct to come back that's just stuck in this maze. Um, I keep poking at this wall cloud. Like, does it, like, move when I touch it, or... Yeah, it looks like you might be able to walk through it. I, I stick my head into it. Cloudy. I'm going to come check it out next round if you want to wait for me to make some checks on it. Yeah. Moonlight doesn't have checks, so... <laughs> they can't talk to that's, it. They, they're worthless. That's why I'm moving towards you. If this thing keeps failing, I'm just going to dip. 
Uh, right. I was expecting it to have gotten out by now. I rolled like Same. shit on both of those. Yeah. Can I make another seek action, or is that not allowed since I did one already? For checking out this wall cloud. I mean, you've gotten as much information as you're going to get off of it unless you walk into short it. Short of literally walking into it. Yeah, short of walking into it, yeah. Yeah, not quite ready to do that yet. Not with the party as far away as they are. Uh, so I could use I'll just cast shield and hang out. Peach pie? I watched the wizard. If we're running away, I will too, but I guess we're not just yet. We're not running. We're moving strategically. Meandering away. I mean, I'm getting bored that this thing hasn't overcome my maze yet. I don't do anything. I just wait. I guess I ready action to attack it if it comes out. I just say you could delay until after me, and then I could stop sustaining, and it pops out on my turn then. So you would be right after it pops out. Um, sure. I delay. That would be a smart thing to do, because if I don't sustain it right now, it's just its turn. Sure. Delay. That's some table talk shit right there. (laughs) The wizard is literally calling that down to Peach Pie. No, I'm sure. I'm fine with it. I'm just saying. That's what calling calling the spade a spade, man. All right. Well, rocks continue to fall. Moonlight, they're getting kind of close to you, too. Not this time, though. Peach Pie. Now the rocks are falling in radius spreads. Yay! You cannot catch all of the rocks that are falling on you. What? 20-foot radius spread. It's an AOE of rocks. Are you trying to... What are you trying to stare into me right now? It's it's an angry look. <laughs> Is that what that was? I Let's thought try it. Frozen. <laughs> I thought he was just like constipated. <laughs> That's probably more a constipated look. You do have very deep blue eyes. Sup, buddy? Oh, that's right. I was attacking everybody. If I get hit by rocks, I'm leaving. <laughs> so let's see. We've got wizard. No, not wizard. Sorry, you're out of the. You're out of that. So no concern there. Peach pie, thirty-eight to hit. <laughs> uh, and is- Jeb, forty-nine to hit. The rocks are afraid of me. That's a hit. Uh, Jeb, that's not a crit. He's got forty AC. Oh, oh, also, doesn't 38 hit Peach Pie? Nope. That hit you earlier. It hits you. Oh, God damn it. I keep forgetting this. It hits. God damn it. Motherfucker. I was you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ha ha, my AC's 39. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. For damage here, Jeb, you're going to take 47. And Peach Pie, you're going to catch this. But you still get sprayed with pebbles. Peach might take half of 34. You are all now, I should say you all, really, it's just Peach Pie and Jebediah. You now have, like, pebbles and debris and rocks that are starting to pile up here. If you stay where you are, there's a good chance that you could get buried in rocks. So, Jebediah, it's your turn. Mm, well, I'll heal. Nine. So everybody's staying there to fight this thing instead of just... I have no idea what we're doing. Three turns that we've had to just walk past it. Okay. I cast Stormwind Flight and I fly away. How high did we have to go? 60. Which you probably can't get that high. What is it, half if I go straight up? Mm hmm. Correct. So I'll go 30 straight up. Stormwind Flight, only one action? Oh, it is two. Yeah, never mind. I was thinking 15 feet up then? Sure. Jeb starts flying up. Well, that takes us to the top of round four. Wizard, it's your turn. 
Jesus, the wizard has 130 wounds? We haven't even fought the creature. Rocks. Rocks, man. I move, so I'm almost directly above Moonlight for my first action. Second action, I will recall, or I'll attempt to recall knowledge on this wall. Figure out what the fuck it is. What kind of check would it normally have been? Religion. Okay, I was just interested. I'm still going to roll Arcana. Uh, 45 Arcana. Shrug. You're not sure. Some sort of magical weather effect? But there's more. You just don't know what. But wait, there's... 45 fails. Moonlight, I can't tell what this is. Uh, Do you think we should stay and fight, or do you think we should risk going through it? I mean, we need to go through anyways, don't we? I don't know. Do we? What, What if something happens if we beat, like... The construct. Maybe it's like a guardian for this wall. And there's a magical effect if we beat it. Or maybe it's completely nothing and we're just gonna have to walk through the cloud wall anyways. Shall we flip a coin? I'll flip a gold coin from 60, 65 feet up. You tell me what it lands on. <laughs> I I have no idea. I, I am... I'm worried about just blindly walking into this cloud wall because, you know, maybe there's a giant cliff somewhere. Actually, I'm not even all that worried about that because unless you glide, yeah, unless you glide, unless you glide, I mean, Jeb are flying. Though, so, I mean, if we want to go into it, we can go into it. You've only got 74 hit points, so if you go into it and that does damage to you, you're <laughs> could be in some trouble. I'll figure something out. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that for as far as falling down a cliff, you all have something for it. You know, unless you glide, flight, coyote style hit points pool, and falling down cliffs, peach pie. You'd have to fall like. 500 feet. 600 feet. <laughs> no, even that wouldn't put you down. So what's the vote party? Go through the goddamn wall. I got one action. I was trying to decide if I should use it to sustain my bullshit, or if I should use it to fuck off and let it end so it could come out we could start combat. Yeah, at this point, I'm worried that it's just gonna get out this turn anyways. <laughs> and they're gonna get stuck on the other side. Alright, well, let's see what happens. I use my third action to sustain maze. Alright. Then we go over to the Gothaloth. Let's see if that sustain prolongs this. I guess Peach Bite is still delayed. Yeah. That's a failure. <laughs> Fails. He's still stuck in there. 39's a failure? Yeah, my DC's 40. Good God. Alright. Or a minute, right? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10. Oh, God, that's right. That's a sustain. Yeah. Unless it specifically says something less than 10 minutes, you can sustain it up to 10 minutes. Can you can you sustain outside of the range of the spell? Why not? I don't know. And the rules, it might say. That's why I'm asking. Does sustain a spell say anything about the range of the spell? If it does, we've been doing it wrong because maze only has a 30-foot range. And there's many times I've been outside of that 30 feet. Choose one spell with a sustained duration you have an effect. Duration of that spell continues until the end of your turn. And it's literally just a concentrate action. It's like, once it's cast, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it, apparently. You probably teleport to another plane of existence and keep sustaining that spell. Moonlight. I take my turn real quick. Look, is this difficult terrain? It is. I spend three actions moving to there. Next to the wizard, or next to Peach Pie, below the wizard. Next to Moonlight, you are Peach Pie. <laughs> next to Moonlight, below the wizard. Hello, Peach Pie. Nice to meet you, Peach Pie. Moonlight, now it's your turn. I walk forty-five feet into the cloud. Okay. Is it? Do I still just see cloud? 
And here's where we lose moonlight for a second time. <laughs> you proceed deeper in, and it's really difficult to see because it is very thick, but you do notice the trail still below you. So even 45 feet in, I, 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 it's still just thick clouds. Yep, you haven't have been stopped or anything like that. I call back. Um, I'm still on the trail. I'm going to keep going. And I go another 45 feet. You're still on the trail, but it's starting to decline sharply. Um, since I'm so much faster than everybody else, I'm going to stop here. And, well, not everybody else, but some people. And cast shield on myself. So I don't get too far ahead. Rocks continue to fall, and there's only one PC for rocks to fall onto. Jeb. What's up? Well, the rocks roll a natural one. Stupid rocks. Looks like the one near, like, just avoids you. <laughs> Stupid rocks. Uh, Jebediah. It's an AoE of rocks, and they just perfectly fall around Jeb. Yeah, they should know better. They're afraid. The rocks are afraid of Thor. <laughs> Jeb, it's your turn. 90 feet. 90 feet in the air or... Oh, just, just straight, straight across. And then uh, I throw a random lightning bolt somewhere. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> got to send him somewhere, right? <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us up to the top of round five. Wizard. I will start to descend as I move forward. I don't want to be 65 feet up. So I'll start to descend down to like... What, what's my field of vision here? Like... Or, like how how far in five feet in front of you is what you get details five feet yeah you don't see further than five feet in front of you hardly hardly when you descend it's twice your movement speed right correct so yeah i'll descend down i'll descend straight down at a slight angle so it's one action to like drop down to like five feet above the ground (laughs) above the above the path second action to sustain and then I'll move up to Moonlight, basically. Or get close to Moonlight. Wizard, at about 40 feet in, you fly out back toward Peach Pie and Jebediah. You're now back at the beginning. What? You just ended up where you started, before you started going through the, the wall. What happened to, like, the path? You could still see it. So, like, I was staring at the path, and I just ended up... You look up, and you're back next to Peach Pie. Okay. Well, that was weird. I mean, that's my turn. That's all my actions. Let's see if this Catholic can get out of here. They haven't gotten to the point where they've lost progress yet. The Catholic tries to escape again and fails. The 36. I can't roll to get this thing out of this damn maze. Maze forever. Is it... Still casting buff spells on itself. <laughs> Only had two. <laughs> I was really hoping to be out of here already. <laughs> Beach pie. Your turn. Uh, I put my hand back on my mallet because I never did that from before when I caught and dropped a rock. Uh, I don't think it likes me flying in here because uh, I'm fairly certain I didn't like turn around and do like a 180. But I'm back here. Strange. Actually, I lied. I pull out one of my Mist Form Elixirs, take it with my second action, and then third action, put my hand back on Mallet. Done. So you don't move into the cloud at all? Uh-uh. I saw the wizard go in there and come right back, and he just said, weird shit happened. So I stay here. All right. Well, that takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. 
So I'm what now, 90 feet in by myself? Yep. Um, are you guys coming? Yeah, I got a little lost. We'll be there in a, in a second. Well, in like six seconds. Uh, maybe maybe longer for Peach Pie. I will cast shield and wait. Rocks fall, but nobody dies. So nobody's under the rocks anymore. Jebediah, your turn. I heal. Damage. You heal. Lightning bolt randomly. Cute. Um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just walk in. Yeah. Did you heal the wizard? Poor wizard is it? <laughs> 130 wounds. I think he's mad at the wizard right now. He doesn't like that I mazed the guy for some reason. All riled up for a fight. Nah, it's all about the four horsemen. Bloodlord spoilers. Oh, That's wait. not part of this campaign. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just Spencer being salty about it. How far up are you in the air? I'm on the ground. Oh, okay. Here. I'm, I'm five feet up. He was flying five feet over. I'd just descend down to the ground next to Peach Bay. And I heal the wizard. Thank you. Hello, Jebediah. Hey, dude. And that's my turn. Okay. That, that, that. Heals the wizard for 84 hit points. I do appreciate that 84 hit points. Um, so I saw Moonlight walk in no problem. I'm, I'm a smart guy. I'm, I'm just going to lower myself to the ground from the five feet and just mosey on in on foot. All right. How many actions you got? Or how many feet of movement uh, do you have? Well, I'm going to have to sustain for one action, then 40-foot movement speed, um, so 80 feet. So 80. You don't quite get to Moonlight? No, but quite a ways in there. But you get you get 80 feet in, and it is very difficult to see. Guys, we just can't... We can't. It doesn't like flying, just walking. Or maybe if we get too far from the path or some nonsense. Am I detecting... Is my spell slime detecting arcane magic at all around us, or is it all... Nature. Not at all. Not even okay. na- not even nature. I wouldn't know. But okay, I'm eighty feet in. Back to the Gathalith. Can we escape before the party runs away? Yes. It is out. With a forty-five, they can. This thing is a hundred feet tall. Who do I see? Peach Pie, Jebediah. With its second and third actions, its eyes light up, and two laser beams shoot out of them, targeting Peach Pie and Jebediah. So, you need to give me fortitude saves. Woo! I'm here pointing them. <laughs> I don't want a one. A 43. 36. 36. So, Peach Pie with a 36, you fail. Jebediah, with a 43, you succeed. Peach Pie, you are going to take... We'll take 118 points of damage from the Annihilation Beam. Goodness gracious. And the eyes stop glowing so intensely, and they flicker even just a touch. It's got a recharge run. But that is its turn. Wait, does it an action to do the thing in the maze, wizard? Yes, one action. Yeah, it, it is was. one action? Okay. All right, well, then that's its turn. Jeb, you're going to take 64 points of damage. Oh. Shouldn't Peach Pie only take half of that since it's a fortitude save? He failed. No, yeah. Yeah. I only take half on fails. He takes half on fails. True. Nice. True. On basic fortitude saves. Take 59 back. Damn. Alright. 
so the Annihilation Eyes deal 59 damage to its targets. That sounds just depressing for something as cool as Annihilation Beams. I know, well, it would have been 118. Peach Pie. Fortitude shit. Anyways, speaking which, of Peach Pie. would have killed the wizard before this round. Yes. That's true. Yes. Thank you, Maze. You bought us, like, what was it, like, seven for ra- six rounds? Way yeah, more rounds than you needed. <laughs> we, we could have been out of here a long time ago, guys. Just, just going to point that out. Yeah. I spend one action. I'm going to kind of, like, move over here out of its line of sight. And then two actions to activate my, uh... What? Go in the Peach fucking storm cloud! God damn it! I, I can't figure out if we're fighting this thing or not. Fine, I go in the storm cloud. No, me and Moonlight are, like, 80 feet in! Alright, I go into the storm cloud. I run fucking 90 God. feet into the storm cloud. Okay, you run across Fight the this thing? I don't know. Alright, well, almost everybody's there, Moonlight. I, I probably can hear them getting closer... Oh, you can hear me getting closer, up ten feet from you. Yeah, well, I mean, Peach Pie just moved. Flap, flap, flap. You move thirty feet per round, so is that ninety feet. Yeah, ninety. So yeah, he's next to you. That's easy enough. Yeah, so I'll start moving again then, in forty-five foot increments, assuming I don't run into anything. <laughs> you won't run into anything in that hundred and what thirty feet, hundred thirty-five uh, feet, hundred thirty-five feet. Yeah. You won't run into anything specific. You stay on the path. Continue on the decline going down. You can feel the pressure changing just a little bit. Jeb, what do you do? Do you engage the thing or do you run into the cloud? Ah, uh, charge. No, charge I the thing. Follow Peach Pie. <laughs> okay. Charge Peach Pie and attack. Are you flying or are you? I've already running? been on the ground. No, you're on the ground. Got it. Got it. Okay, so the party flees into the clouds. Strategically walks away. Yeah, we just, we literally just walked away. So, because it saw you flee into the clouds, it will be pursuing. Oh, I guess it can do that. See, if y'all just would have gone into the clouds while it was not there, we could have been gone. Might not have known where you were. Depending on how, what's its speed? How close is it going to get to us? Well, that's what we're going to figure out here, real quick. Because if it gets within 60 feet of me, I'm just going to maze it again. Yeah, while you're in the cloud, you're not going to get line of effect to well, it. I guess, I, can, yeah, I, guess I can't even see it, yeah. That being said, it has more than enough speed to even eventually catch up with you. It's got over 45 feet. Yeah, it's got a 50-foot movement speed. Does it have tremor sense or something so that it knows what, where we are? That's the tricky part. It doesn't. Like, how does it know where we are? It kind of has to earth glide through the earth while keeping its eyes above the surface. So it's almost a Jaws situation where this thing is with its earth right up to its nose and it's gliding through, keeping its eyes really close to the ground level, chasing after you. If we can move 50, it's going to catch us pretty quick, or catch them pretty quick anyways. It'll catch us in the, it'll get there in the first round. I mean, if we plan on running, I'm gonna. I can chug an elixir to make my movement speed 40. Which then I ask, can I see it? <laughs> Not until it gets within five feet of you. I mean, it, it can get within five feet of me on its turn. Is it getting within five feet of me? I mean, it'd have to to know that you were there. It would, for its own, yeah, for maze. its own purposes. <laughs> Drain bonded item, maze. Throw another maze in it. Well, Keep I running. Mean, Technically, if we're staying in turn order, it would be Peach Pie's turn. 
True. So we'd probably get some hits off on it and then unmaze it. Hold up. So Jeb just went. It's, it won't work out this way because Jeb just went. It's my turn next. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to be the closest one to it anymore. You would move farther away because you're moving farther away. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Yep. 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 And I don't. I don't know it's chasing us yet because it's not in here yet. So the biggest thing I want to figure out is who is the closest when it begins to pursue, and how far away from the beginning of the cloud are you? Peach Pie and Jeb are going to be at like 85 feet in. At 85 feet in. Okay. And it is still 60 feet away from the entrance of the cloud. I just moved 120 feet further, so I am 220 feet in now. Got it. They're 80 feet in. It will catch up to them. Yeah. But it uses all three actions. So it would take all three actions to get next to them. Which it will. So what's going to happen here, as the Catholic pops out... It begins to stride after where it saw Jebediah go. As it walks, it dips further into the earth, almost as though it's stepping down with each step until its eyes become level with the with the earth and then glides. And when it gets up on Jebediah and Peach Pie, it's just the, the crown and the eyes looming above you. It's still taller than you are. And its eyes are glowing. I rolled poorly on the last one. I'm not really scared. Do you guys want to take attacks of opportunity? I don't think we get them. They didn't go through a threatened square? Mm-mm. They just approached oh. right up on them. So, question is, are you guys going to keep moving on your turns? Or are we going to find it somewhere in this cloud bank? Sounds like we can't really outrun it. Yeah, I'd come down to, can we get to the other side of the cloud bank before it really... Kills us? I mean, just keep moving. It can't do its eye beams if it can't see you. True. Just keep moving. But it's a lot faster, so it'd move twice, and then... And then have one action, and that beams is two actions. And it would need to come out of the ground if it wanted to actually attack somebody, I would assume. So we'll see see what it can do with one action. Is that the plan, then? Yep. Alright, so everyone runs away? Continue running. Does anyone do anything between it ending its turn and then back cycling to it? Just running. Just running, okay. So if I move another 90 feet, I'm still in the cloud? Yes. So, again, not wanting to get too far ahead, I'm going to move only 90 feet and then cast shield again. Then when it gets up to... It'll be getting up to Jebediah and Peach Pie, and now that it's gotten sight on you, as it walks towards you... You can't obviously see it, but when it walks to you and it's looming over you for the second time, it appears right behind you. It is standing with right up to its chest in the ground, and it uses its third action to attack Jebediah. Its chest is at them? Yes. Where's its head, then? Above its chest. How high up above them? Does it actually see them? My point is, would it get negatives to the attack because it doesn't actually have line of sight on them when it's attacking with its chest? No, because it's 50 feet in the air. I mean, it, it knows, <laughs> it knows where they are, but it doesn't technically... I mean, I feel like it would be the concealed almost Basic or something. Invisible, basically. I mean, it knows they're yeah. there. Knows but what square they're in, but can't actually, actually have see line of sight. So it counts as hidden. I hate that you're convincing me that 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 is the case, but that's what just happened. Fuck you, and I'm attacking you. It's super fucking big. (laughs) 
It's super big, it makes sense that I just... Yeah. Like, I have no problem with it, you attacking us, yeah. but, like... Just because of the way the cloud works itself, I mean... It, rules-wise, like... It does actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. Unless it's got a big... some eyes in its chest. I don't fucking know. I don't even know if it actually sees through its eyes. That's the thing. It's a fucking it's, it's construct. construct. Who knows? I mean, it still has eyes. It would see through its eyes. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I hear what you're saying. It doesn't have organs. Yeah, but, like, robots and, like... Not even robots. Just fucking machines and shit. They still have sensors. It's sensors. Yeah, who created this thing? We're gonna have to call up the IT department and figure this out. Guess? Oh. Let's call up Paizo. Let's see what they think about this. Aridin. Aridin did it. It's gonna attack Jeb. And it rolls a natural one. Literally doesn't make a difference. That's probably because of its the concealment that it had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. Influences put the dice. One in. yeah. That being said, I need everybody, everybody, everybody to give me a fortitude save. Is this any kind of special effect or anything? 32. It has the primal trait. Uh, which technically makes it magic, I believe. Mm-hmm. The whiz gets a 30. Sweet. <laughs> I'm using one of my hero points. So I roll a nat one. I get a 45. That's a little better, right? So this this creature turns on this aura that erodes away the physical integrity of all around it. And all creatures within this emanation and that end their turns in this emanation need to make a fortitude save or take damage. The emanation is 120 feet. Uh, I should be at 325. So Moonlight's outside of it. So it's just Jeb and Peach by then. Because I had moved 90 and then 135 and then 90 again. Wait, no, I was, two tw- I was 220 and then I moved another 120, so I would have been at 340. I would have passed you, so I, if I saw you, I would have stopped. Because I went in one turn before them. I've had three full moves in here, but I didn't have my very first action because it was a stain, so I, I'm caught up to Moonlight. Me and Moonlight are out, out of it. All right, so then Peach by with a 48, you succeed, and of course, because it's a fortitude save, you critically succeed. Jebediah with a 32, you fail. So you're going to take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Well, that's its turn. So now, for the party, are you also running full speed? Moonlight, are you staying with Wizard? Um, yeah, I'm only going to go 90. I would only go 90 as well to keep pace with Moonlight, but that is going to take three actions for me, since I only have a 40-foot movement speed. Okay. And Jeb and, Jeb and Peach Pie can't fully catch up to you, so you're perpetually 90 feet from them. Yeah, well, we would, yeah, because they can only move 90 per turn. We're perpetually 150 in front of them. Yeah. Okay, that's what I I wanted to check. Okay. Still inside the aura then as well. Another time around, except for this time, Moonlight and the wizard explode out of the cloud barrier. And you're going at a downward angle. And as you exit the barrier, the weather hits you. It's like a humid wave that hits warm, temperate weather. And you hear wildlife chirping, birds, frogs, all these different types of woodland creatures you hear in the veil. You look in front of you to see miles and miles of greenery. Flat plains, forests, river and a lake. And you're descending into this veil 
And way off in the distance, you see this green glimmer. It looks like a, a, an iridescent green, an emerald green shining on the other end of the veil. Do you continue running? I'm going to go a little ways and do it to get away from the cloud. I'll fly up, see if I can get a better view of everything. But then just kind of wait for Peach Pie and Jebediah to get out. Yeah. Is there a ceiling to this place? Like, how there's clouds surrounding it, is there a cloud above it? You look around, you look behind you, and where, as you were walking into this place, there was clouds obstructing your vision from even seeing in here at all. And you were in the air. It was almost like there was a cloud dome. And as you turn behind you and look up, it doesn't look like there's any clouds in the sky. You just have a straight shot to a blue, sunshiny day. Is the sun in the same place it was where it should be? Yes. So that means the Gathalith is going to get a shot at Peach Pie and Jebediah again. Need fortitude saves from both of you. 42. So successes on both. Jeb, you don't get the whole critical success with fortitude saves, so then you will take half of 25. Take 14 damage. And then more running, except for this time Peach Pie and Jeb... You run out of the cloud to the same scene I described below. You all find yourselves standing amongst each other, and you're now looking at this lush green valley. But you still hear, not like thud, thud footsteps, what sounds like somebody wading through rocks in a pool. And it's, and it's big and it's rumbling. And then you see that huge silhouette, that gargantuan form, spreads its arms wide. And then it roars. And it sounds something like the, the blah that you get in soundtracks like Inception. Blah. Yeah, blah. <laughs> the blah. Yeah. <laughs> A chorus of blah. I don't know. I feel like it's going to look at us and go, I am inevitable. No, that's me. And then I'll be like, I don't even know who you are. Wait, no, I'm eternal. Never mind. The clown inevitable. The clown inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, that's... I don't know how that sounds much say, worse. For some reason, that sounds much worse. Yeah. It's more frightening. <laughs> much worse. <laughs> Fuck, that clown's inevitable? I'm screwed. Like, it's just like... Damn, that it's clown. coming. It's coming one way or the other. <laughs> Don't know when, don't know how. Put that in context. <laughs> how do you guys feel about rerolling initiative? I'd love to. Alright, let's do that. This feels like a new combat already. Don't suppose you have that go first feed, eh, Peach Pie? Pilgrim's token? Pilgrim's token. Uh, Pilgrim's token? <laughs> no, that's odd. Odd. The fuck did it roll? I'm going to assume something pretty high. Holy shit, it rolled a 19. <laughs> I mean, I can't even get a 49, so Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to treat this like a new combat till we re-roll the initiative. Coming out at the top is the gargantuan sexy lady liberally. <laughs> Isn't that what you called her, Swanee? Yeah, that's what I called her. The Guthalath. Top of the initiative, it has an aura, so why don't everybody give me a fortitude save? Nah. <laughs> To get this out of the way right away. D didn't we do this already? Is this a new... Is this like an every turn? It would be at the end. Yeah, at the turn. Uh, I rolled a one. Hero point. 42. 
So the 42 is, is a success. We have, let's see. I got a 37. 46. And two failures here. Jeb and Moonlight. So 21 damage is full. That's Jeb and Moonlight. Half of that to the wizard. I'm immune to bludgeoning damage. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, have you ever tried to cut down a tree with a hammer? Doesn't work. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Alright, so it's going to use all three of its actions to stride through everyone's square. So it's going to stride twice. Do I get to take an attack of opportunity on it? Yeah, actually. Sweet. This is one of those things where he can try to stop it from doing whatever it's doing. Oh, I don't know if that's possible. I mean, really I'm a there. swing at it. Some of those other ones where it was like stride through. It's true. He was able to like do like a forward. Oh, jerk. <laughs> I miss. I hit it. I deal it damage as it strides past me. 51. All right. As you smack it with your hammer, some of that gets resisted down to 36. So, because the Guthaloth used its trample, I need everyone to give me a reflex save. I'm bad at these. Oh, these have been so good lately for me. Ah, 47. 4D. And wizard... You're 60 feet in the air. 60 feet in the air. Can't really trample somebody 60 feet in the air. That's true. Yeah, that's true, since it's making a foot strike. So, yeah, that, that would be the case. All right, so what are uh, what are our, our results? Critical failure. Failure. At a 40. Success with a 47. So, Moonlight, you take 20 points of damage. Jeb, you take 41. Peach by you take 62. Then, after the Guthaloth tramples through the party. Beach by, it's your turn. Okay, so I will, um, I guess move up to it. Does it attack me? It does not, no. But I am going to need you to make a fortitude save for the aura that happens at the start of your turn. (sighs) I rolled another one. Jesus, bub. (laughs) Is it a basic? Oh, it totally is. Can you critically fail these, or is it just a regular failure? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it I goes to a fail. failure. It makes it a failure. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well then... Are you certain? And then... Yes, yes I am 49. certain. I am certain. I am certain. So, Peach by take 24 points of bludgeoning. Okay. I then attack it with my hammer. I get a 44 to hit. That hits. I'll deal it 52 damage. And then with my third action, awesome blow. Here comes an athletics check. Uh... 43 is probably not going to beat its fortitude DC. It does not. All right. Uh, it does get shoved, though. Still five feet, which I guess, yeah, I shove it five feet back and I fall up. And that's my turn. I was trying to see if, like, this thing's huge. Can you do that? Or gargantuan. I have Titan Wrestler. Yeah, you totally can. I think even with And I'm Titan. legendary. But no, that makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. Then Aka Peach Pie smashes the statue back and it rears through some of the dirt and debris. Sorry, just the ground. That takes us to Moonlight. It's your turn. Uh, Intimidating Glare. Yeah, you stare at that statue. 44 against its will, DC? That is a success. Okay, so it is Frightened 1. Ah, fuck. Like, everything I have at high level has the death trait. Or necromancy trait, one or the other. <laughs> really not good guys. Oh, thinking back to the immunities? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well, this, this should work. We're gonna give this a try. Gonna need a will save. Will save. Alright. Uh, we get a 31. That is a failure, almost a critical failure. Ooh. Uh, this is Canticle of Everlasting Grief. Uh, it's a level 8 spell. You create a melody distilled from pure grief, conveying the inevitable loss of everything it cherishes. Huh. Her rocks. It's rocks. auditory, curse, emotion, enchantment, fear, and mental. I don't think any of those things were on the... That's what I'm double-checking now. That all goes through. Um, okay, well, it takes 10d6 mental damage to start. It's dead! So that's 37 damage. Alright. It becomes Frightened 3. And it cannot benefit from circumstance or status bonuses for one week. <laughs> one week. <laughs> Good luck figuring that out on your character sheet. Well, since I forgot about it at the top of the brown, uh, at the top of your turn, go ahead and give me a fortitude save. Uh, right. Forty-four. Forty-four is a success. So you're gonna take half of twenty-five. Uh, that's all three actions for me. All right. Then after moonlight. 60 feet in the air. Wizard, it's your turn. Uh, Wizard spends his first action to fly 20 feet to the north so that we're not, not all grouped up. Um, I'm still 60 feet up. You, how tall is this thing? You said it's like 100 feet tall, right? It's 100 okay. feet tall. Uh, second and third actions. I'm going to cast Prismatic Spray. I don't know what else to fucking do. And it's a 7th level spell, so let's just see how lucky I am tonight. Uh, roll a d8. Shit, yeah, just evocation and light for traits? That totally works. An eight. Uh, eight? It rolls two more d8s. Ooh. So this is the potent beam. I don't know if this has ever happened. It's happened once. I remember it happening once before. Alright, so then that means we've got two and re-roll any eights. So here comes the first one. That's uh, number three. That is yellow. And then a five. And blue. Well, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, let's start with the yellow. <laughs> yellow is a reflex save. <laughs> All right, so reflex save. A natural one. So I don't know if this is actually a basic save, though. I'm trying to find it in the text. It doesn't say basic. It just says but... attempt a saving throw of the indicated type. If a creature is struck by multiple beams, it uses the same d20 result for all its saving throws. That now one is for both. No shit. For all rays, a successful saving throw negates the effect for that creature. So it's not a base. Well, no, it can't be a basic based off that verbiage. Yeah, so number three was a yellow beam. There's a 70 electricity damage, so it's just going to take a flat 70. It does not double. Okay. Five was a blue beam, which would have been a fortitude save, but it's still nat one. Still nat one. It is affected as if by flesh to stone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What the but it's not flesh. Fuck? It has no flesh. Yeah, what the fuck? Does, how how so does flesh to stone It work? wouldn't do anything. Well, I would think it wouldn't do anything. One creature made of flesh. Oh, it doesn't work then. It is one creature made of flesh. I don't. I don't think that's nothing. Happens. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a big old nothing. Yeah. So seventy damage. Too bad. I will say a flat seventy is pretty solid. 
out of all of the beam options that you could have had, that was probably the best. I would have hoped for something better for the second roll, but... Maybe slowed. I, I was hoping for the slowed. Yeah, if a critical failure sent to another plane. Jesus, that would have ended that immediately. Yeah, that, that would have been good. End of encounter. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, wizard, uh, since I forgot at the top of your turn, give me a 42 save. Uh, 38. A 38 is a failure. And it does have a negative 3 to its DCs right now. It is a success, then. Suck it, giant creature thing. All right, so wizard, you'll take nine points of damage. And uh, Frightened 3 saving you from the full 18 there. Nice. Then after the wizard, that takes us to Jebediah. And I'm going to remember this time, top of the round, uh, top of the order, give your uh, fortitude save. 40. 40 is a success. Nice. So, Jeb, you will take... 10 points of bludgeoning damage at the top of your turn. Was there 10 turns between now and the start? The start of... Our initial combat. Yeah. It's been more than 10, um, yeah. Okay, I was just wondering about lightning. Oh, shit stuff. Alright. Well, we're debuffing this thing, eh? Is that the plan? Well, it's got Frightened 3 on it right now. Uh, what is that? Is it like 120 foot? I don't It's 500 foot burst. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> up, to f- up to five creatures. I choose one. <laughs> I cast a ninth level spell, Nature's Animidity. Vegetation springs up from the surface, giving each target a f- ten foot circumstance bonus to its speed anytime it's adjacent to the plants, so 500 feet. Circumstance bonus or penalty? Sorry, penalty. <laughs> uh... Each round, aggressive animals attack unpredictably. At the start of its turn, each target rolls a DC flat 8. On failure, it takes 2d10, and the target must then make a basic save, and it is and it is flat-footed for the round unless it critically succeeds. <laughs> Holy shit! You're making the whole Vale of Aridin attack this thing. This is the best part. The target loses any connection to nature or natural creatures. The target has to succeed the DC 5 flat check when casting any primal spell, or the spell will fail. Furthermore, (laughs) animals or plant creatures become hostile to it, even if it was one strong bond such as an animal companion. That's insane. Is spells capitalized? If it tries... It it casted a primal spell earlier, and Jeb saw it, so if it tries to do it again... I mean, it can't... Yeah. It's, if she cast primal spells, I don't well, know. The, the erosion aura is a has the primal trait. I mean, it's already been casted. I mean, it's it's an aura. It just happens, I guess. Yeah, this doesn't interrupt things that are already. I mean, there. you said it disrupted oh. stuff, though. What is it called? Nature's enmity. Nature's enmity. Yeah, it doesn't disrupt anything. The target has to see a flat check when casting any spell. Got it. Or any primal spell, sir. And with that, I'll move up, do it, and be done. Man, so I mean, the big part is the slow, the the speed of ten foot, and then yeah, I mean, it it, it is adjacent to plants right now. Yeah. There's trees and grass and brush on the side of the road all over the place as you've entered the Vale of Air. Well, it's adjacent to plants because I made a five hundred foot burst of vegetation. Also, that yes. so regardless, like, yeah. Regardless. So even if we were in like a barren, I create all the vegetation. Damn. Okay. 
It's definitely an AOE spell I grabbed, but fuck it. That's hilarious, and it only has the en enchantment trait on it. Slashing damages goes, everything goes. So yeah, this this works. Damn. Well, you're gonna have to check me on most of this stuff because there's a lot of shit in that spell as I'm going no, through. Okay. She's next, right? Uh, she is next. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just start the turn with the flat DC eight. Okay. So then at the top of round two. The Guthaloth has to make a flat check. Doesn't get it with a three. So she'll take the 2d10 slashing from the animals attacking her. Okay. And since she failed, I'll need a reflex save from her. Okay. If she doesn't critically succeed, she'll be flat-footed for, for, for one round. Wow, I can't roll for shit a 31. That's a failure. So, so now she's she'll, just flat-footed for the round. She's flat-footed, yep. Damn. Who needs flanking? Fuck it. Flat-footed and frightened on it, you've reduced its DCs by five. Jesus, let's hit it between those those two things. Uh, now, frightened three is gonna, you know, tick down at the end of this turn, but that's still solid. Okay, so then at the top of round two, the Catholic takes, uh, you know, has these creatures. There are lynx cats that are coming by and scratching at its at its feet and you know birds that are clawing at it it flyby attacks uh it's not taking any of the damage but nature has turned against this creature the whole Vale Veriden is fighting it off with the circus its first action is to grab Jebediah sorry make an attack roll against Jebediah maybe not actually grab 38 to hit miss Thanks, debuffing. Damn. Yeah, de debuffing for the win there. That That's kind of a big yeah, deal. Minus three to attack. I'm yeah. frightened. That swings once at Jebediah, and it's going to come around and swing at Peach Pie with the second action. Gets a two on the dice for a 32. Miss. And, uh... Tyler, if you ever want to ruin my day, give one of your NPCs this spell. Seriously, <laughs> right? Especially if I still had Turtle. If Turtle would start attacking me, that'd be fucking awful. That would be awful. <laughs> okay, instead is going to... Taking the full attack penalty here, attempt to knock Jebediah over with a, a trip. A 43 against your reflex DC? I'm sure that's probably... What is that? Is it reflex plus 10 or is it just... Reflex plus 10, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah 37, so... So, okay. Failed. Jib is prone. It's got a minus 13, and it still gets a <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, I was like, what am I going to do with my third action? And then I saw its athletics, and I'm like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. Note to self, don't target its athletics. Then that's the Guthalith's turn. That's going to take us over to Peach Pie. Top of your round, give me a fortitude save. Okay. How about a 41? 41 is a success. Yay. That means it's a cr critical success. Critical right? success. So yes, take of no course. Damage. Got it. Yes, as, as always. Time to attack. Swing one. I get a 41 to hit. Because all those debuffs. Yes, that hits. Hey. We'll deal it. 62 damage. All right. And we'll swing again with my third action. 41 to hit. That is also a hit. We'll deal it 53 damage. Um, I know Swanee just said note to self, don't target its athletics, but I'm a confident motherfucker, and we'll do, uh, we'll do 
the awesome blow. Well, that's against his fortitude, right? Not. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, it's his fortitude. But I'm going to fail with the 39. That will fail. I'll push it to the right one square. To the right, to the right, to the right. And I'm done. Right. All right. Then after Peach Pie, that takes us over to Moonlight. Give me a fortitude save. 41. 41 is a success. So you will take half. And that's 12 damage to you. Okay. It's your turn. Um, yeah. I've been looking and looking. I don't want to use another canticle because it really doesn't do a lot. Actual damage. That's going to smack it with a book? Yeah, that's physical damage. Doesn't she have, like, resistance to all physical or something I mean, like that? yeah, yeah. Did the wizard find out how much resistance, or did we, is that now one of the things that we got from that? Fifteen. Fifteen? No, I mean, yeah, the math's, <laughs> the math's in the chat, but, yeah, it has resistance, resistance fifteen. Pretty easy to tell that it resists a shit ton of damage, though. Well, we will cast a cantrip on it then. I need a will save. A 41. Alright, so that's a success on the days. Now, for those of you wondering why cantrip functions against this monstrosity that's immune to magic of 7th level or lower, a cantrip casts at your highest spell level. Well, it's only going to take half of 46 because days is actually quite a shitty... This is basic, so it should have only taken 8 instead of 16. Okay. 8 damage. Ooh. Actually, doesn't shouldn't be taking any of that damage. It's non-lethal. Oh, it is. Um, I guess I take a five-foot-step away. Then that takes us over to the wizard. The beginning of your turn, give me a fortitude save. Fun. The most fun. 37. It's still frightened, too, so that is a, is a success specifically because it's frightened, too. So why is the erosion spelled erosion aura doing damage to him in the air? Because it has a 120-foot aura. But is an erosion on the ground? Not It's not erosion, is it? Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the name of the aura, yeah. Yeah, it, it's eroding probably just at stuff. It specifically calls for like, the flavor text to give you some, some context here. The Gothalith erodes away the physical integrity of all around it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, wizard after taking nine damage, your turn. Falling damage is just half the distance you fell, right? That is correct. So if I fall right now, I'm taking 30 damage. Well, 32. Or no, 30. I thought you went a little farther. Oh, you moved 20 feet horizontally, North, not yeah. up. Yeah, that would be flat 30 right now. Cool. Next question. True target. Is the range for it for the creature or for my allies or for both? It has a range of 60 feet, targets four creatures, but the targets, the four creatures are my allies. Designated creature. That's not the target. You designate a creature. So it is my allies that have to be within 60 feet, but the creature I'm targeting, or not targeting, but the creature I'm designating can be outside that 60 feet. Yeah, it doesn't really seem to give any indicator of the creature being needed 
needing to be in range of the spell. All of the spell goes off on your allies. You just designate the creature. And there's no range in the designation. So I'm going to say, yeah, you have line of effect to it. You can designate it. All right. Yeah, it doesn't specifically say. All right. So first action, I am going to move um, 10, 20... 40 feet closer to my friends. It's also going to be kind of at like a downward angle. So I'm only going to be like 30 feet high now. I'm going to drop down 30 feet and move 40 feet to the southeast. Does that work? I feel like it yeah. did because you moved yeah. double speed going down or is it double straight? speed down? Yeah. It's double speed straight down. So that doesn't work. It's not straight down. It's anything like less than a 45 degree angle. Because like anything more than a 45 degree angle is double speed going up. I don't know. I'd have to do the math on it. I don't want to. Fucking 3D. I probably can't. Grid bullshit. Yeah. And like, I don't think this necessarily counts as the maneuver in flight action. Well, then I'll say I didn't move 40 feet horizontally. Instead, I only moved like 30 feet and 30 feet down. The point is, I'm, I'm trying to get into a spot for next round, if it makes it to the next round. So first action to get down there, second and third actions, I will electric arc it. Okay, okay. So reflex save. I'm glad it rolled the nat 20 for that one, and not like a bigger spell. Like, I'll, I'll take yeah. your nat 20 on a cantrip, fuck you. <laughs> Done. Okay. Alright, All right. well, that takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. At the beginning of your turn, give me a fortitude save. Will do. Critical failure. Ooh. With a one. Jab, you are going to take 45 points of bludgeoning damage. A stand up. 41 to hit. 41 hits. 49 base damage. Whatever resisted. Gets resisted. resisted down. I'll try again. Ooh. For 36. That'll miss. That'll be all three actions. All right. Then after Jebediah, that takes us up to the top of round three. And let's see. Wizard, how high in the air are you right now? 30 feet. And he's to give Jeb a flat check, right? Oh, that's yeah. right. The DC. DC eight, right? Damn. Yeah. Seven. So it'll get hit with the... Eight damage. But doesn't take any. Perfect. Doesn't matter. Because roll to see if you critically succeed my reflex. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's for the flat-footed, right? Mm-hmm. 36? She's flat-footed. Flat-footed again. Damn. I'm telling you, between between this and uh, Canticle of Everlasting Grief, this is going very well from a debuff standpoint. All right. So nature continues to attack the Guthala. I asked a question, but I, I, I don't know if I heard you. Ted, how high in the air are you again? 30 feet. With its first action, it's going to swing a fist... At the flying wizard. Why? You got those spooky cantrips, bro. It's 49 to hit. Yes, that hits. Is that critical? Yes. Alright, then wizard take 111 points of damage. Goodness. Oh, just a little, All a little right. bit. Alright. That's a bit of damage. And it's going to free action grab you. And for its second and third actions, it's going to point its eye beams down and catch Moonlight, Peach Pie, and Jebediah in some more Annihilation Beams. I don't suppose this is a thing that triggers this tax of opportunity as like a spell, manipulator, or anything. See, Annihilation Beams... Does it have the Primal Trait? 
Good question. It literally has no traits. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's literally no traits on this thing. What do you want, fortitude? Uh, give me a second, though. Uh, so what line template are you using fine. to hit the, all three of us? There's two. It, it uses two lines. It uses two lines? Oh, okay. Yeah, two lines. And each line okay. counts as a tenth level disintegrate. Poke out its eyes. So, okay. It, it, yep, fortitude save. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you now. Sorry. <laughs> By the skin of my teeth. I guess I'm going to try to use my hero point on that, because I got 34. I rolled two fours. You poor bastards. To be fair, though, shooting disintegrate out of your eyeballs is pretty fucking badass. <laughs> it's super metal. <laughs> like this Does it need to make attack rolls on us? No, it doesn't. So it's sort of like disintegrate, but not? Yeah, so it, it, here's here's the way that it reads. A Gathalith releases two beams of destruction from its eyes. Each beam is a 120-foot line. Everything in either line takes the effect of a hit from disintegrate. Okay, so just a standard hit. Wait, anything? Anything. Anything. So it's leaving, like, giant track marks from its fucking oh, eyeballs. It's just of just disintegrated at all. Oh. Supermaning everything. Yes. Yeah, this is very cool. The burning furrows in the earth. Ah. Yep, this is gonna hurt. Speed by, I don't think you actually take any damage. Oh, no. This is a critical success. The cloud inevitable. Jeb and Moonlight will take... Oh, wow, I rolled like garbage on that. Wow. That is... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. 12 d Like, normally when you guys are like, I rolled so bad, it's like... It's fine. That is but bad. That is bad. That's awful. 43 on 12d10. Wait, no. No. I'm doing that wrong. What do you mean you're doing it wrong? It's a 10th level disintegrate. 12d10 is a 6th level disintegrate. You're keeping your 12d10. Roll some extra dice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting you re-roll 12 dice. No, I'm not re-rolling those. So I'm just going to add the dice. <laughs> I'm just adding the dice. Uh, so that's an additional... 8d10. So it's 20 It's an extra 2d10. It's an extra 2d10 per level. Yeah. Wizard can tell you that. Come on, better rolls this time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, you got more damage on the 8th than you did the 12, so... Uh, quite, yeah. Yeah, not a lot more. Uh, so the total disintegration hit is 87 damage. And that's gonna be Moonlight and Jebediah taking all of it. that take either of you down? No. I guess not Jeb, but just maybe Moonlight. I mean, I'm down to 34 hit points. <laughs> I'm still... I'm a pretty beefy boy. True. Jeb is still pretty beefy. That is its turn. That's going to take us over to Peach Pie. Oh, yeah. hold on. Hold, uh, that's, that's not considered a spell, though, right? That's not considered It's not. Yeah, spell. it's just the right. effect of a hit. Yeah, it doesn't even have any traits. Yeah, there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, Peach Pie, give me your fortitude save. 39. That will not fail. Okay. I will attack it. Ooh, there's a hit. Hell yeah, critical hit. Yeah, 50 will critically hit. Okay. Why? Because we're the best circus out there. We're the best at debuffing. All those debuffs. Okay, where's... Hold on. For context, you only rolled 16 on the die. Yeah, I only rolled 16. That's not bad. Oh, I guess you're critting. A fucking solo target. Well, you've got you've got heroism, and it's taking an overall minus three to its AC. Anyway, I have brutal critical now. 
And I need to add an extra D12. There we go. Oh my god, so many dice. So it's going to take 127 damage. I guess it's destroyed. <laughs> Didn't even get to put my 2D12 bleed on it. Oh, it's, probably it's probably immune, immune to bleed. bleed. Yeah, it's, it's immune, immune to bleed. To bleed. So as these, like, two beams are cutting furrows in the ground and, and catch Jeb and Moonlight right into it, one of the I-beams just passes right over Peach by, and he doesn't even flinch at it. And then he comes up and just smash. And this thing, all of the vines that have been growing around it from the Veil of Arid and attacking this creature and the, all of the animals going at it, it finally just crumbles into uh, a whole pile of rubble. As you destroy it. I search for its eyeballs. Massive hit. I want its eyeballs. I want to see if I can make him do the thing. <laughs> Just hold them out in front of you. Disintegrate. <laughs> I make myself some fucking Cyclops goggles out of them. <laughs> oh, wow. Well done. This is like the most hurt the circus has been in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are hurt. Yeah, that's a lot of red numbers on our sheets right now. I'm really glad I took the opportunity to cast Reflection of Light. Otherwise, I would have been down. You know you're at 20th level when one encounter with one monster takes an entire hour and 20 minute episode. Woof! But hey, at least we finally reached the Vale of Arden so we can continue this meandering, crazy-ass plot that's lasted nearly six fucking books to see what it was all really about. Or will we? Find out next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.